This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Maybe you're looking to hunt a new type of game. Or maybe you're trying to decide where to invest more time and energy when it comes to deer hunting or turkey hunting. For whatever reason, you find yourself asking the question, what's easier, to hunt deer or to hunt turkey? Well, today we're going to look at that question as well as comparing and contrasting some of the core elements of hunting both types of game. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about what's easier, turkey hunting or deer hunting. Now, there's a lot of reasons why you might be asking this question. And maybe not as directly as asking the question, but just trying to get a sense for how did the two stack up compared to one another. And of course, like many questions in hunting, you know, there are, there are a few times when there is a concrete, black and white, always true answer. Uh, when it comes to this subject, I think the number one variable is where are you? What area, what state, what terrain, where are you at? That's going to determine a lot between how hard is it to hunt deer, how hard is it to hunt turkey. I can talk mostly from my small experience in western Pennsylvania where there are a lot of deer around. Deer seem to be everywhere in neighborhoods and yards. They're in the woods, of course, and fields. They're dead on the side of the road all the time. You could see deer, you know, any time of day sometimes. And you, you could, if you're, if you're outside any amount of time, you rarely go a day without seeing deer. Turkeys, on the other hand, you just don't see as many turkeys. You don't see them as often. You're, they're not in as many places. Maybe if you live in an area that is prime turkey habitat and you're outside able to see a long distance every day, maybe you do have some regular turkey action going on. But from my experience, 
more often people are seeing deer than turkey, and more often deer are easier to spot and locate than turkeys. Now, there are different parts in the country, though, where that's not always the case. And there are different parts of the country where based on hunting pressure, based on terrain, based on who knows what else, um, turkeys can be exceptionally easy to find and to kill. Um, I know someone who's a master turkey hunter, hunted for 40 years, written several books on the subject of turkey hunting, has called turkeys uh, the most challenging and most esteemed type of game in North America to pursue. Well, he wrote those books living in the area around Pennsylvania, Northern Virginia, West Virginia, hunting, hunting Eastern turkeys. He moved out to, oh, I want to say Montana and uh, stopped turkey hunting. He, he stopped turkey hunting because he found it so easy to hunt the turkeys out there that to him it wasn't even sporting. So he just basically gave up turkey hunting because it was too easy compared to what he was used to. I know another guy uh, who was actually one of my neighbors, used to be in the hunting business, used to have his own game call business, used to hunt, you know, just follow the turkey season from Florida through the north, just for months at a time, just on the road every week, every day, hunting turkeys for a living, videoing, being on TV, all this stuff. And he told me, he said, there's no harder place to put a turkey on the ground than in Pennsylvania and possibly Ohio. He said, they're just the most pressure. They're the hardest to hunt. And then factor after factor. So you got those things that are going on. Those, those play a role into it. Um, now, it's not just the state, right? They're, turkeys don't know what state they're in. It's not just the type of turkey. It's not that eastern turkeys are, are harder to hunt than Osceola turkeys or something like that. It, it has more to do with the terrain, with the pressure, and with how you're able to hunt. So, uh, some of my own experience. I hunt, most of my deer hunting is on two small properties. One is about a 12-acre property, maybe five plus acres are huntable. The other is a uh, 25-acre property, maybe 10 to 15 acres are huntable. And you might say, well, George, what, quali what qualifies as the non-huntable portions? That's where, they, that's where the house is. That's where they live. Um, you know, you, you can't hunt there. You can't shoot towards the house. That, that cuts some things off. And then some have some terrain function features that just make hunting essentially impossible in those areas and make it impossible basically for game to be in those areas. So um, those two properties I've had great success on with deer hunting. Um, the one I have taken a deer on every year for the last four years. And it's, you know, really good areas for deer hunting. But, you know, it's just a small piece of the deer's life cycle. But there's a lot of deer around there. When it comes to turkey hunting, I have never taken a turkey on the, the property that I have taken a deer every year out of the last four years. Never. And, you know, just to, just to go back, you know, to a previous year, I hunted turkey and deer there. I got, um, that year I had taken three deer, three deer in five hunts. Three deer in five hunts. I took zero turkeys and hunted more times than I hunted deer. And the, the issue was, couldn't, there just weren't turkeys on the property. 
They just weren't on the property. The only turkeys I could find evidence of were off the property and I just couldn't get them to come onto the property. Saw some hens, turkeys were about, they were somewhere, but they just weren't living on the property. Other times, other years, other properties, no sign of a turkey for the whole turkey season. Nothing. No bird activity, no tracks, no spottings, no trail cam photos, nothing. Well, you can hunt there 30 straight days in a row, be in the woods at 3 in the morning, not make a sound, be motionless, be the best caller on planet Earth, you're not going to get turkeys. Because if there's no turkeys there, there's no turkeys to get. So, it's a big part of this thing. Is the game there? Are you able to find the game? There's some public land that I hunt that's not real far from here. Almost every time I've gone there, I've seen deer. Uh, I have seen turkeys. I have found turkey sign. But when it comes to hunting season, they are just elusive. And it just so happens to be a, a track of land that has pheasant stocked on it. So for a quarter of the year, this place is pounded to death with hunters. Day in and day out, every hour of the day, just pounded to death. When deer season's in, you have just people everywhere, just, you know, just packed out. So once you come around the spring turkey, even though there's not a lot of spring turkey hunting pressure there, these birds have different living, different habits. They've got different patterns. They, they live in different places. All the places that are easy to go through and easy to find and easy to access, it seems like they don't use any of those places. You got to really get to the hard to reach corners in order to find any turkey sign at all. And to this day, I'm still not sure if any toms live on this 300 acre property or not. It just, it's a, there's so much more to it. Hunting deer there, you could do. I see deer, I see tracks all the time. But on the other hand, deer signs easier to find quite often. Deer heavier, they leave deeper, bigger tracks. Uh, a turkey could walk over the same piece of ground that a deer was on, leave no sign that ever existed and a deer leave a two inch deep track. So the deer are easier to hunt in that regard because their sign is a little more apparent, more visible, it piles up. Whereas turkey sign's a little more discreet. You know, you really need some mud, you really need some soft ground to see tracks. When it comes to droppings, they're, they're just not as obvious as deer droppings. When it comes to scratchings and when it comes to strut areas in the spring, you know, you can find those, but they're, they're not as easy to find as, say, deer bedding areas and deer trails and deer droppings and all that. So there's an advantage there to the hunter when it comes to hunting larger game because it leaves larger sign. That's just part of it. That's just how it goes. That's just part of the way this thing is. So you've got that going on. Um... And, you know, the, the food sources, the habitat sources, turkeys just seem more fickle. They just seem more fickle. Deer, if you planted a food plot, you could almost guarantee you're going to have deer there all season. You're probably going to have more deer there in the off season, even though the food's gone, just because they're used to being there. Whereas turkeys, it's like you could flip a coin. 
whether or not they will ever even enter that food plot, even though it's food specifically planted for them. So it's it's more challenging. Now again, this is where I'm at. This is my small experience. Where you're at, it might be different. Where you're at, the tables may be turned. They may be reversed. So, you know, there's there's a lot going into that. And my state has a lot of hunting pressure. Some of the most of any state that there is in terms of just sheer quantities of hunters in the woods, particularly going after deer. But there's a lot of deer to be had. So... You know, you've got that going on, but that also affects turkeys. So what's easier to hunt? What's easier to go after? Well, when it comes to the sheer process of hunting, I'm going to say I think deer are easier to hunt. Why? Is you can sit in a tree and do nothing except try to be quiet and still. Whereas with turkeys, you gotta, you have to have more concealment. You're on the ground. You have to avoid detection at ground level. You've got to be able to call. Now, you don't have to be the best caller. In fact, most successful turkey calling I ever did in my life was the first turkey I ever called in after I bought my first turkey call and I took a walk down the street, just down the road in front of my house that goes past a few farms just walking and calling because I didn't want to sit in my house and and just disturb my family and my neighbors. So I just like, all right, I'm going to take a walk past some farms and just had a slate call, just walked and called. And then as I'm walking and calling, boom, just struck up a gobbler. He came right in, jumped onto the road. I could have shot that turkey with a knife. I mean, he was right there. Meanwhile, you know, it's weeks before hunting season. I'm wearing jeans. I don't have a gun. It's, you're, you know, it's like, ah, this is lost opportunity. But I never, that was the easiest bird I have ever called in with a super cheap call with basically 15 minutes of practice. No idea what I was doing, but it was the right bird at the right time. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. And it was before season... They were probably a little hotter, a little more wanting to breed, hadn't been chased by hunters yet, you know, but just the right bird at the right time, making the right sort of turkey noises. I have become a much better caller since then, and I have, I've not had a, a situation where, you know, turkey was just that quick to just say, hey, I'm in, let's go, and just walk right into me. Didn't care what was going on. So, you know, that can happen. 
You don't have to be the best caller to hunt turkeys. You don't have to practice for, you know, two hours a day for six months leading up to the season. You just, you don't need to. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's more about being in the right place at the right time, putting yourself on the ground in the right place, knowing when to move, when not to move. Well, I should back up. It's even more than that about finding where are turkeys. Is where are the turkeys? If you can locate turkeys, in the spring is the easiest because they'll gobble around sunrise, most likely, most days. Not quite sure why not on the days that they don't, although there are some theories. But, you know, you can hear them a ways off. So, you might be able to hear a turkey three, four, five hundred yards, depending on the terrain. Maybe even a little more if you have some altitude and there's no wind. So those are factors. That all plays into it. So you have an advantage against the turkeys in that sense because in the spring you can locate them and you can maybe cover some ground. However, depending on where you live, you may not have 500 yards that you can walk and still be on the property you're allowed to hunt on. And a lot of times, even in public land, the land's not that big that you can walk a 1,000 yards. Like, oh, there's a turkey a 1,000 yards over there. Well, just walk that 1,000 yards. Well... You know, a thousand yards is three quarters of a mile almost. You know, not all public land is that big. Now, if you're in the deep woods, if you're in the big woods, you know, if you can walk miles, then you can do stuff like that. I long for that opportunity. There's there's not a lot of places on around here that I can I can do that at unless I really get up early, and I mean ridiculous early, and have a four wheel drive. And just, you know, really want to get after it and get deep into the woods. You know, it's, it's not that easy. Some people, it's a lot easier. They, they have more opportunity to do things like that. And good for them. I'm all for it. But, you know, for the average hunter, especially the average new hunter, you don't have that kind of land. You don't have that kind of stuff. Whereas if you have an acre, you can put up a blind or climb up in a tree or if nothing else, you can sit on a bucket against a tree and hope a deer walks by. And you have a reasonable chance of that happening if you you, you just you, you work the basics of trails and sign and wind and some level of concealment. You can have a reasonable chance. Whereas with turkeys... Well, like I said, if there's no turkeys on that acre, there's no turkeys. If there's turkeys 100 yards away and they don't want to come over there and you can't go to them, then you're stuck. So it can be more frustrating in that regard. But when it comes to the actual process of hunting, I think you you need less skills. You need to develop less techniques to hunt deer because you got to be quiet. You got to be concealed. You got to not move. And you got to do the right spot. And the right spot is 100 episodes worth of information and knowledge you can develop. And all of that. And I've done not quite 100 episodes on deer hunting. But there's a lot there. You can dig into that. But, you know, when it comes to actually, you know, day of, it's a lower bar, I think, when it comes to what you have to do when you're in the woods. You know, you got to control your scent. You got to be still. You got to not make noise. All that goes for turkey. Scent, not so much. But although those same skills apply, and then you've got all these other ones you have to add on to that. So, again, 
I know that you know geography plays a lot into it. If you're out west, you know, if you are in the south, that can you know that can really change what's easier to hunt, what's easier to do, what's easier to take. Other factors. What's easier to get out of the woods? Well, a turkey. You know, a 15, 20, 25, 30-pound turkey is you can carry, they just sling that sucker over your shoulder and walk out of the woods. Whereas with a deer, you've got a lot more work. You've got a lot more weight. You also have more payoff in terms of uh, just sheer freezer value, right? But it's, it's a lot harder to walk. If you have big woods and you can walk 10 miles, Good luck getting a deer out of there. But a turkey, it's doable. It's not easy to carry a 30-pound turkey 10 miles, but, I mean, it's it's doable. Whereas to drag a 150-pound deer, that's that's a tough one there. Or to even pack it out, that's... I don't know that that's any easier. So, you know, you've got different, different things to this. There's different factors. Where do you hunt? How do you hunt? If I was going to take a brand new hunter, never hunted anything before, and say, okay, this is what you should go after. This is the, the easier thing to start hunting. Hands down, I would take them deer hunting first. Hands down. Um, because calling is a big stick skill. Because concealment on the ground not just requires skill, it requires gear. You need camo from toe to head. Whereas deer are a lot more forgiving when it comes to camo. And if you're in a tree, if you're in a blind, you can really mitigate a lot of that. You don't have to hunt them from the ground at eye level. And even if you do, you still don't need to be decked out in camo from hair to toenails. You just need, you know, more concealing colors, browns, blacks, tans. There's a lot you can get away with. A lot you can use in the clothing you may already have or can acquire very cheaply that will get you most of the way there that'll be good enough to get you started hunting deer, good enough to have success. Whereas with turkeys, if, if, if you don't have the right gloves on, you can give yourself away. If you don't have the face mask on, you can give yourself away. If you don't have a hat on, you can give yourself away. You know, if you're wearing a shirt that is suspect, you can give yourself away. It's... It requires more gear to hunt turkeys in terms of camo and clothing and all that stuff. Whereas deer, like I said, you can lean against a tree, you can climb into a tree, you can get into a blind, and what you're wearing matters a lot less. So you, you've got that. The other th reason I would I you know tell people to go after deer instead of turkey is one, easier to find deer. Easier to locate where deer are at. Turkeys, harder to find them, harder to locate them, requires more skill to do that. So that's that's another pursuit. Deer also, easier to hit. You can hit them from further away, especially during rifle season. And I'll be honest with you, even in bow season, I think it still may be easier to hit a turkey with a crossbow than it may be to hit them with a shotgun in gun season. Just because, I mean... You know, a shotgun, you, your, your average, you know, ideal range is about 30 yards, 35 yards. 40 yards is far. Whereas with a crossbow, 30, 35, 40 yards is no problem, even for a cheap crossbow. If you can keep it steady 
and you've got a little bit of practice, you could consistently hit a turkey-sized target at 40 yards. Not an issue. And if you've got a great crossbow, you know, you can go 50, 60 yards, no problem. Whereas with a shotgun, you need you need to worry about chokes and you need to worry about shot and what kind of shot and is it is it lead shot is it tungsten is it how expensive and all this stuff there's so many other factors um and i hear people talking about you know using a 10 gauge or a three and a half inch shell in a, in a 12 gauge with you know a a a a choke tube that can strips down to 0.55 with heavy shot and tss shot and whatever and they're shooting they're shooting gobblers out to 80 yards that's fantasy i said it is fantasy it's just not reality it is absolute fantasy you're gonna hit a turkey in the head and neck and reliably and consistently take them at 80 yards is absolute fantasy yet could a stray pellet hit them yeah could you have a pattern big enough to hit a bird maybe in the air yeah but to reliably and consistently hit a fatal area in the head or neck of a turkey guys i don't know about you but i've set up turkey targets at 50 yards you can barely see the head and neck of a turkey on a target at 50 yards and i have great eyesight you can barely i mean you put the shotgun bead up there and you know the slightest millimeter deviation in any direction and you're not even on the paper anymore let alone 80 yards you you you're kidding yourself to think you could even see what you're shooting at let alone hit it with a shotgun no it's fantasy is it could it happen yeah but you know not not 90 95 percent of the time not 75 percent of the time it's it's just not the way anybody should look at hunting turkeys it's just not it's not realistic and it's not fair to the bird to to be hunting them in a way that you're more likely to, to wound them than you are to kill them. But that's another subject. That's another episode for another day. You know, when it comes to the beginner... Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. I, you know, I think it's just easier to go after deer. I do. In my area especially, I think it's easier to go after deer. I think it's a lower bar. Um, and the thing is, you're hunting deer mostly by ambush hunting. Finding the right spot, waiting for them to come by. You can hunt turkeys by ambush hunting. If you you know, if you have great reason to know they're gonna be there. But that's just usually not the case for most hunters, especially new hunters. You just it's it's very difficult to reliably hunt turkeys um, from an ambush setup without calling them in. Even in the fall, when they don't really respond to calls much. The number one strategy is to cover a lot of ground. Just cover ground, cover hills, find a flock of turkeys because they're all bunched up and then try to charge in there and scatter that flock of turkeys and then call them back together. That's one of the main strategies for hunting them in the fall. Or 
have a rifle, find that flock, and try to sharpshoot one at a distance before they see you, you know, at 150 yards or something. That's, that the you know, those those are the main ways to do it. And, and most people don't have enough ground that they can hike all day looking for turkeys, even on public land. Um, it's just, it's tough. It's, it's a different thing. And if, if you do have the ground, then, you know, call me up. I'd like to go with you. I think that is a fun way to hunt, but it's much more difficult. It requires a lot more uh, physical wherewithal, uh, just more constitution to be hiking, you know, miles through the hills. You got to be in better shape. You got to be conditioned for it. You got to, and you got to be doing it semi-quietly as well. Whereas deer hunting, you know, I think even hunting them on foot, I think it's easier to hunt deer on foot than it is to hunt turkeys on foot, particularly in the fall. It is. You're, I can't tell you how many times I've just snuck up on a deer. Usually not during deer season, um, but, you know, probably almost every time I've ever gone to the woods hunting turkeys, I could have taken a deer. Almost every single time I could have taken a deer. Sometimes I could have taken 10 deer throughout the morning. It's just, you're just, they're just out. They're just more easy to find, more easy to run into. Whereas hunting turkeys, they're a lot more difficult to find. They're a lot more difficult to run into. They're, they're harder to get close to. They're smaller, harder to see, closer to the ground, easier to hide, easier to conceal. It's a different animal, literally and metaphorically. So what's easier to hunt? It's going to depend a lot on where you are it's going to depend a lot on what you have available to you. But most of the time, I'm going to say deer are easier to hunt than turkeys. Now, that's not going to be everywhere. That's not going to be all the time. That's not going to be in all scenarios. But for a new hunter, stressing new hunter, this is the new hunter's guide or newer hunter, I think deer are going to be easier to hunt. If you're looking at getting into hunting for the first time, if you're looking at trying to pick what do you go after, I would say go after whatever excites you. If hunting turkeys excites you, hunt turkeys, even though it's more difficult. I mean, what's difficulty? This is about having fun. If you have fun, if you think it's going to be fun, then, then you will rise to the challenge. If you're trying to figure out, you know, what do you want to hunt? What kind of game do you want to hunt? Where do you want to get started in terms of, just where's the lowest bar? What's the best entry point? I would say go after deer. And a lot of the skills you develop for deer hunting will assist you later on down the road, a season or two or three, when you go to begin start hunting turkey. And a lot of the gear that you accumulate will also assist you. And a lot of the, the, the miles you spend walking on the ground and scouting for deer you, you'll notice things and begin to see things and looking for turkey sign at the same time. All those things will help you build that skill set uh, and, and give you a better chance at starting turkey hunting later. And, and just to be fair, I think you're more likely to take a deer to have so-called success in the woods to put meat in your freeze or hunting deer. That will encourage you. Right? If you hunt turkey for five straight years and you never get a turkey, you never see a turkey, you will be discouraged. You're very likely to, to stop hunting or to change into something else. I think it's very unlikely that you would earnestly pursue deer hunting and, and go that kind of time 
without having success. Uh, in fact, I just recently, I guess this will be a few months before you listen to this episode, got an email from a guy. Always wanted to hunt. He's in his mid-30s. Never hunted anything, never had any opportunity or people in his life to, to get him into it. Found this podcast and decided, you know what? This is my year. I'm gonna, And he took six to nine months, just listened to every single episode, took notes, got out in the woods, did scouting, found the right gear, found the right place, found the right stuff, figured out what do I do after I take one? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Who am I going to take it to? Who's going to process it? What about the antlers? How am I going to get it out of the woods? How am I going to field dress it to begin with? Listen to every episode. Took notes. Put together a plan. Put all the pieces together. Over the course of six to nine months. Went out into the woods. Opening day. Two hours in opening day. Takes his first deer. Takes his first deer. Field dresses it. Gets it to the butcher. Next day goes out, 30 minutes in, takes another deer, takes a buck. Both were bucks, actually. In his state, you could take two bucks. Two days in, two deer down. He, he, he said he was, you know, he just couldn't hardly describe the feeling, the, the excitement, the energy, um, as well as, you know, how thankful he was to be able to have information, to be able to have resources, to be able to have you know, this podcast as, as an asset to aid him and, and to, you know, help him work through that process. Because if you just grab a gun and walk into the woods and sit down and did like I did, you could go years without taking a deer, which is what happened to me until I finally started, okay, how do you really do this? How do you be successful? How do you, you know, do some research? Let's figure this thing out. And then once I started doing that, oh man, it's a completely different thing. It's a completely different uh, pursuit. And it's so much more encouraging to, to get game with some regularity as opposed to just, you know, like kicking a brick uphill. It just, it's hard. It moves a little, but it hurts a lot. Like, no, don't do that to yourself. You've got the resources. If you're thinking about getting into hunting, I'd say start with deer hunting, build that skill set, Build that knowledge base. Get some success. Build some woodsmanship. That's worthy of a few episodes right there. What is woodsmanship? Woodsmanship is, is a person's aptitude at, at reading the land, at working in the woods, at moving through the woods, at, at, at having intuition of which way game's going to go and, and which way the terrain moves and how that's going to funnel them and how you can use that against them and and how to walk, where to go, where not to walk. Just the, it's it, it's basically the hunter's sixth sense. It is just the, 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 the accumulation of that intuition and, and, and skills and how to read the land and sign in order to just make, just position yourself and make decisions and, and make movements that can put you in the right place at the right time. They can help you get on the other side of an animal that you saw a little bit ago going that way. To help you find where they're most likely to be, most likely to go, all that stuff. It, you, you can't get that reading books. You can't get that by doing anything other than getting into the woods, working at it, doing your research, studying, applying what you study in the field, and beginning to build that skill set. 
beginning to develop that. And, you know, a lot of what you learn hunting deer can, can be transferred and apply and help you not have to start from scratch on hunting turkey or any other number of things that you could go after. So with that said, I hope that's helpful for you guys. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes for this episode and lots and lots and lots of other episodes on deer hunting, turkey hunting, on duck hunting, on pheasant hunting, on dove hunting, woodchuck hunting, crow hunting, all kinds of hunting, whatever you might be interested in. Also, I want to ask you if this episode's been helpful for you or other episodes have been helpful, please head to iTunes and leave us a five-star review with a comment. It's not that I need the positive reinforcement, but because of the way iTunes works and the algorithms work, there's basically no better way to help get this podcast in front of more people than it is to leave a five-star review with a comment on iTunes. It just it makes the show pop up higher in the search results, higher in the categories, helps it to just be randomly displayed to people more often and the right people at the right time. And, you know, the majority of people who discover the show discover it through iTunes. So help get this word out to more people. Of course, share it yourself. That helps. But leaving a review in iTunes with a comment is one of the top ways to help get this to more people. So I'd ask and encourage you to do that. And uh, appreciate you guys. God bless you. Until next time, go get them in the woods. <laughs>